live. Anything could happen. I need to get my laptop. One second, one second. Oh, man. I All know, right, well, I welcome. Know. It's a very special edition of Not For Time. We're our 60th episode. We're going live to the uh, Facebook community page, and we're recording this one so you can listen to it after the fact on your drive home. Ryan is ill-prepared. I apologize. I thought I had everything I needed. But he's back now. If you can't hear us, don't worry. All this stuff will be recorded and on SoundCloud and the Apple, um, the iTunes, not, not iTunes, the podcast app. Um, hello, Gabby. Hey, She Gabby. says hello. Um, keep in mind, you know, we called for questions the other day, um, yesterday. I know, and I felt like we had to, like, really give people a lot of, like, force feeding to get them going. You even asked me to ask questions. And I'm I like, know, I can't. It felt weird. It, it felt super weird. But we did get some great questions, and um, you can always ask questions right now if you'd like. So if something pops up and you're like, geez, I wish I would have asked them uh, yesterday, you can still ask us, but we do have a list of questions that we're going to go over. We wanted to make the 60th episode of Not For Time uh, a little special and a little different. So that's exactly what we're doing today. Ryan, how are we feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, today's a good day. It's Wednesday. I got a workout in. I lost again to Bobby. It's been a tough week for me mentally. I heard he like finished and started cheering you on. <laughs> I insulted you. I actually had to tell him to shut the shut up. up. Shut like, up, dude! Bro. I got it. Thanks. Go away. Took a shower, did some work, uh, and then I got a thing called Dine and Dash tonight. Dine and Dash. That sounds like something I did in high school when I was broke. It's um, it's down in D.C. Okay. And it's like 36 different restaurants that participate, and so, it starts at it goes from uh, 6 p.m. to midnight, and you can go to each one and have like a little tasting. Till midnight. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? Uh, you know, I won't be up till midnight. I was gonna say, are you coaching tomorrow or what? No, up? no, I'm not coaching. Uh, we have your evaluation tomorrow. Um, if you want to skip that, we can. We can just push <laughs> that back. Um, we do have some great questions, Ryan. What, we uh, got a lot of in the nutrition category, right? Nutrition was a big topic. Yeah. Um, so last night, um, I went through all the Facebook questions and kind of labeled them in three different categories. We also have Instagram questions related to those two, but. We're going to start off with nutrition and recovery, Perfect. and you being the new precision nutrition guru, Project Mass, the whole nine yards, um, Kevin yeah. asked, how should we be eating our carbs, fats, protein throughout the day and around what? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, Do you want to tackle that? Yeah, it, and it's tough because I will, I'll try to tackle it and give you like a broad stroke of kind of how I approach it. Um, so for me, oh, Kevin just jumped on. Um, Kevin, we just got the, uh, the question that you asked about nutrition timing. Um, it's a big subject to dive into, um, but basically, so for carbs, right? Carbs are the, uh, the one that's going to be the big one. You want to kind of partition your carbs out. So I try to eat 30% of my daily carbs before and 30% after. So if my carbohydrate after, after the workout. Gotcha. Um, now, how does, that, how does that compare to, I mean, you train couple hours a day. I mean, how is that comparing to the guy or girl that does the one hour? Yeah, I think that it can still be, it can still remain true. So if your macros are dialed in, right? So my carbohydrates are 415 grams a day. For somebody that trains one hour per day, they're probably closer to maybe that 250, 200 range. 30% of whatever your daily allotment for carbs is before and after workout. Um, Try to limit fats around a workout time because fats slow down the absorption of the carbs and everything like that. So when you take a carb shake and then you take a spoonful of peanut butter, you're technically slowing down that process, that absorption. Same with a protein shake. If you have a protein shake and then a half an avocado, you're slowing that process down a little bit 
And you know, the muscles need those vital nutrients quick. Got to top off those glycogen stores, top off um, all that uh, recovery, all that sugar, all that good stuff that helps you um, recover in between your workouts. Um, fats, so for me, because I work out in the afternoon, I try to bulk my fats in the early part of the day. So things like whole eggs, um, sausage, that kind of stuff. And then I'll do some fat late at night, later at night, I should say, like in the form of a casein protein shake with some peanut butter in there or something like that. But I try to generally keep fats away from my workout time because I want those nutrients in and I want them fast. I definitely think you answered the question, sir. Sweet. All right. <laughs> Kevin, do you have any other follow-up questions you want to know? Just keep on shouting out on the, on the Facebook page. Um, yeah, I think that's a general rule of thumb and if you want to talk further about that see me chrissy or uh, nicole we can help you out absolutely all right david lamb part of our morning evening routine what is your morning routine i know mine so my morning routine starts actually in the evening so i've said this before um and it's funny because my sister-in-law came over the other day and we had a like a fam family gathering on a sunday i always put my banana my two clementines i set my coffee up fill the coffee maker up put the pot yeah. in Put my cup of uh, my cup underneath the the maker. I make my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Put that in their fridge, and I'll probably do that anywhere between five and seven p.m. the night before, and it is all ready to go. So when I come downstairs in the morning, we just go. You just push a button and you go. That's I it. I push a button and I go. I put it in my little bag and I and I bounce. At nighttime, um, my new evening routine, and it probably start. It started since March. Um, Ramwad at some point. Yeah. So anywhere between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. I'm doing Ramwad, and then I'm taking my supplements at night, which is going to be fish oil, vitamin C, magnesium, and ZMAs, and with a little bit of CBD. Oh, I lost Cameron. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. No, I thought, like, it's cool because we have the visual aspect now. Um, I do like the fact that you kind of get everything set up. Preparation is... Oh, and I do all my clothes the night before, too, yeah. and then I pack my bag. So it, it, is, it is ready to go. So that, that kind of goes to what a lot of people should be doing is taking the guesswork out of it. You know, in businesses, we automize things. We make automation pretty much the standard in a lot of business. We do it here a lot. A lot of the things we do, like our on-ramp is, um, you know, automatic. We know what we're doing every single time we take somebody through an on-ramp. If you can systemize the processes you go through in life, like Ryan has, it eliminates the guesswork. You're not waking up and you're like, ah, what did I, am I forgetting something? It eliminates that stress. Um, yeah, I, I was just going to say, I can tell you the days that I don't coach like Wednesdays before I was doing all this, I would get up and go, what the hell do I wear? Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I just get it all done now. All done. It's all done. It's all out. Ready. Laid out, ready to go. Um, for me, my morning routine, um, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Uh, it's changed this week a little bit. I'm trying to get in the gym in the morning more. So I'll try to eat some overnight oats that I've left out the night before. Preparation is key. And if I don't prepare the, uh, well, if I don't prepare the oats, I have a really bad training session because I'm either stuffing my face with something that's not going to digest in time or I'm rushing out the door with no food. Um, I try to, I use a, a panda planner. Planners are, I can show you this now. You're welcome. This is, this thing You're is. Welcome. Amazing. Thank you, Ryan. Cameron for, didn't know what it was until I got one and never used it. It's life-changing. I mean, it lays your whole day out. If you want to talk about this, see me after this thing. Ryan's got a Nike notebook. I got a Nike notebook for CrossFit and a leather book for but, And it just helps to lay it all out and plan your day. So I'll do that a little bit in the morning, review my day, review what I have coming up. That way I'm not missing anything. Um, I try to get a training session in. I'll eat some breakfast, You know, maybe a protein shake, that kind of thing. The evening routine is where it really kicks in because... 
Um, setting yourself up for a good night's sleep is going to be huge. So, yeah, we just had that whole conversation this morning about sleep too. We did. We did. Um, David Lamb also asked uh, food timing, meditation, stretching, things to avoid. You know, David, um, I'll let Cameron jump a little bit more on this, but I can tell you that when I was training hard and doing um, uh, kind of like like you said, food timing, I remember like there were certain things I had to eat right before. Chrissy was yelling at me to eat um, certain foods right after because she does all my nutrition stuff. So um, it's a challenge, and um, I recently spoke to Heather who is doing uh, some, some nutrition timing and all the food that she has to eat right after a workout to, to help her with the gains that she wants and so forth and so forth. It, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it is. really a lot. And it's, I don't like to eat right after a workout. Yeah. You definitely have to, you definitely have to go to like liquid if, if that's the case, right? So let's say you finish a workout and you struggle getting food down. Um, you got to go liquid, and that's where the carbs come in. And somebody like Heather, I, I imagine she's eating upwards of 350. I think she's at 375 is what she might have told me. She um, 375 carbs. Yeah, 375 carbs. So she has to get some like liquid sometimes because it's really hard to digest and eat a big plate full of potatoes after you do Fran. You know, it's not going to be something you want to do. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so David also asked about, um, meditation and stretching. Yeah, like, do we do meditation and stretching? I said, I do Ramwad. I know you do meditation at night. Yeah. And that's part of my nighttime routine. I'll, uh, get home. I'll, again, I'll lay out my day for the next day just to make sure that I dump all the stuff that's in my head. I need to empty my head a little bit. Um, and then I'll do, uh, stretching for about 12 to 15 minutes and then I'll do meditation right before bed. And usually I have to read a little bit, but lately because of the meditation, because I just kind of offloaded everything, I can finish my meditation and go right to bed and fall asleep within 15 minutes. Um, and that's, that's a pretty ideal day. And when I don't do it, like Ryan mentioned, when you don't stick to your plan, it kind of throws you for a loop and you end up tossing and turning all night, at least my experience anyway. Well, once again, like we said, we were looking at our sleep apps. Oh, it's bad news. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Maybe at a different podcast, but, um, Sarah asked, uh, best method for recovery for sore mu muscles? Um, mobility. Stretching. Yeah, mobility is huge. Mobility is going to be a big one. You know, Cameron just signed up for, what's the one that you know? Um, go Wad. Go Wad. Yes. Yeah. Similar to, bye Ash, have a great day. See you later. Bye Justin. See you Justin. People are leaving, we're here on the front desk, trying to make it cool today. Um, Ramwad for me, uh, you got Go Wad. Um, I mean, lots of water. Yeah, yeah, lots of water. I and think, a, and a great plug for cryotherapy advantage, right? Um, yeah, I think the cryotherapy advantage. That I, whenever I was doing it, you know, it got a little bit too uh, too cold in the winter time, so I would stay away from it. I know, it's so hard, man. I don't want to be that cold. I want to call you something, but <laughs> but the but the the days that I did do the uh, cryotherapy. I would sleep really, really well. Ryan, can you refresh that page? Because I don't like... know what is going on with my live interrupted feed, but I'll get going. There we um, go. We're back. We're back online. All right. But, uh, yeah, no, I think those are all good things. I, I mean, water's huge. Mobility, stretching is huge. Um, I can tell you that for somebody that's been doing it for so long and neglecting that that mobility is is my fault. Um, and, and now that I'm doing it more, I, I just feel better. So. Uh, last nutrition question. You ready? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Gail real quick. He hooked me up with some melatonin. I took it last night, Gail. Um, I slept through the night. It felt good. I was a little groggy this morning, so I don't know. Oh, is that why you were 
That was so cold. What a train. But it, it knocked me right out, though. Gotcha. It's good stuff. Gotcha. Uh, last but not least, when's our next nutrition challenge? I'll let you kind of announce that. Yeah. Because we're still working on all the details, but I think you know the date. Yeah, I believe it's July 22nd. And July 22nd, but that means July 15th would be the in-bodies. Uh, yes, correct. So that's that'll be the week of the in-bodies. Um, uh, the details right now are limited because we're really trying to work this thing and make it so much fun for you, everybody. You want to give them like a little hint though? Nah. No? No, I'm just kidding. You it's going to be... Can I say the team? I would have given them the... Um, Pro, the programming. Programming. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be... Um, some programming involved in this one, some accessory work to be done uh, before or after class, depending. Um, it's depending an on who your, your yeah. accountability Don't coach. give away too oh, much sorry, now. Sorry, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, but it'll be a good time, and that'll be coming up late July for those of you that are curious about when the next nutrition challenge is. Cool. I like it. Awesome. All right, moving on to the next subject, next lifting cycle. Um, we're into the programming subject. If you guys have any programming questions, ask. If not, it's all good. Um, our next lifting cycle is actually going to start the same time frame of the um, nutrition challenge. We're doing this on purpose. It's going to be uh, July 15th. We'll start our next lifting cycle. I can tell you that it's going to be front squats with no tempo. Ooh, I bet a lot of people are like, thank you. Just goodness. regular front squats. Yeah. Um, either bench press or a press series. So it could be, um, it's either going to be bench or push press. I think we're going to go with bench press. Okay. And then we're working with our lift coaches who program for lift. And whatever the Thursday lift is for lift class, we will have a the opposite movement complex on Friday. So, for instance, if Thursdays, if Thursday is a snatch complex for lift, on Friday the class wad will have a uh, – clean complex okay and then we'll alternate that throughout the entire cycle so to so. keep it fresh and and fun every single week we're alternating and it'll be some complexes you said too yeah we'll do some complexes i think i wrote one which was uh two power snatches plus two overhead squats right into a hang snatch into a backwards flip and uh, oh whoa back flips all while holding the bar yeah back flips all right they're coming out <laughs> in the programming coming up soon um cool uh anything else on the lifting cycle no, I think uh, that's you know you you work with, very closely with Joel on that wor- in that world. So um, I'm more in the express uh, express lane a little bit. Well, yeah. So that was one of the questions um, that I I recently <laughs> saw. Who programs for what? So um, Joel programs for class yep. with uh, the overseer of myself. Um, Cameron programs for express. Yeah, I program for Exp- uh, express and it used to be uh, Pulse, but we kind of combined the two. So for those of you that Where's Pulse? Where's Pulse? Pulse is still around in our hearts, okay? Never forget, Pulse is still around, but it's now called Express. <laughs> and uh, Bobby and Nicole program our lift classes. Yes. And uh, Joel does all our daily maintenance and PCS. Correct. Bobby does all our custom programming. Um, oh, no, that's not right because you do some custom Yeah, we'll mix it up a little bit. custom programming. Yeah. Um, Cameron does all of our um, Project Mass programming. Correct. Yes, Project Mass was all um, done six weeks in advance, yep. ready to go. Uh, that's a bit. That's, I mean, we have so many programs. Yeah. So I, the cool thing about what we do here is that we do it in house. Um, right. There are gyms that outsource it. Um, I was just listening to a podcast today, and at the very end, I really like Jason Kalipa, but he was giving a pitch of his 
NC Collective programming. I saw um, that. Cool, yeah. great, yeah. but not for us, right? Um, so I know Kelly asked um, just about the process of programming. We meet. Well, we have a big old spreadsheet, and the spreadsheet has to have everybody's information in there so we can all take a look so we don't double up as much or try not to double up. Right. Sometimes it does double up depending on what we're trying to go with. All of our programming in class is laid out um, in advance because we do it by cycles. Not necessarily the Metcons, but the lifts that go with it in percentage-wise. Mm. So for our cycle that's happening July 15th, Joel already has it up on the whiteboard with his percentages that he wants to hit, and him and I will talk and look at it and make sure that it's all going in the right direction. Um, Kelly asked who was involved. I think we answered that. Yep. Um, we all have a say. Sometimes we sit up there kind of like the next couple weeks. We, we don't have a lifting cycle, so we try to make the wads a little bit more different, a little bit more fun, a um, little kind of old-school Metcon-ish yeah. type things. You might get a lift here or there, but... I know that one week we sat up there and we just had fun. We just had fun and fired off a bunch of stuff. And then every now and then somebody will like pop their head in the door and say, hey, make it wall balls. We're like, hey, that's a good idea. We'll, we'll do some wall balls. balls. Yeah, we'll do some wall balls. So, so there is a method to it. You know, if you think, you know, for example, the heavy front squat days, right, where um, in the next cycle where we have those front squats, they might be paired. You know, you'll get that heavy front squat in the beginning of the class. And then in the, in the Metcon portion, you'll get things like wall balls, things like air squats. Because we've prepped that movement pathway, your body's ready to go, and it'll be ready to tackle that at a lighter weight, higher rep situation. Um, sorry, I'm going to actually turn Joel's music down mid-wad. Yeah, just a little bit. Just mid-wad. Um, testing wads. You know, we, we were testing the wads for a while. Um, I think I'd like to get back to that at some point. Um, to be honest with you, I feel like we can all look at the wad based off of yep. movement type, weight type, um, is it a row, is it a ski, and we can pretty much pinpoint how long that wad is going to take um, someone like Cameron or myself, and then we can also, what we do is we start asking, all right, where would this take certain other members, not in a bad way, but just to have an understanding to give you guys the right time cap to get right. you through the wad. There's times that we set a time cap that I know that, that no one's going to get through it, and I don't want you to get through that's not the goal. The yep. goal is to push as hard as you can until that time cap hits. And you see that kind of workout come up in the open where it's like a 12-minute time cap and you've got 500 reps to do. It's not so much about finishing. It's how deep can you dig to get to you know, that set of double-unders or something like that. Um, Amanda jumped on. She just said, except last Saturday, no one tested that soul crusher. I did. That was a mistake, I believe. I don't no, know. I, Amanda, I'm going to have to lie to you. I, I told, or not lie to you. I'm going to have to tell you the truth. Damn it, I got caught in a lie. Damn it. Never mind. I, Never I totally mind. can't even make my joke now. I'm completely out. Oh, um, man. So. Um, but, yeah, we do try to put our heads together. and Because and, uh, we've been around this game long enough to know. Like, you know, I've been doing it 10 years. Ryan's up in that uh, five, seven-year-plus range as well. Nine. Nine years now? Dang. So we've known. Five, seven. What is this guy? I don't know. We've done it. We've done our fair share of workouts, so we can kind of know, like, oh, when you pair this with this, the grip is going to get really messed up, or, oh my gosh, this is going to hurt the legs. Um, we, no, I, you know. I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, Kelly also asked, changing and evolving, and what do you want me to know that I can tell others? Um, it is always changing. It is always evolving. I know when I first started programming for PR Star, I was very nervous. It was laying out even the warm-ups and just making sure that it all worked and being careful and not just throwing a bunch of shit at the wall um, to doing more West Side Barbell methodology, which is going to be bands and chains, which I still completely believe in, into 
doing lifting cycles, which, believe it or not, and people can argue this all day, it, we were at least one of the first gyms in the area to do it. We were right. doing lifting cycles plus Metcons, uh, because back in the day you would be like, hey, we're doing a five rep max deadlift, and then you wouldn't see deadlifts again for yeah. two months. Well, I, I, I can tell you when I first started here two years ago, I remember walking in for my interview and and seeing people doing deadlift, uh, not deadlifts, it was bench press actually with chains. Now I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that in a class setting before. So I can't attest to the fact that you know at PR Star we do kind of we do try to stay ahead of the curve, so to speak, right? We try to stay ahead of the competition because you stay one or two steps ahead of the competition, you're moving in the right direction, and other other gyms are struggling to keep up, which we love. We want we want to kind of bring everybody up. Yeah, that's our goal. That's our goal. Yeah, no. Um, and then, you know, with Joel's uh, kinesiology background, now he's adding more tempo work, which is great. We sat upstairs the other day, and I was like, awesome. I don't want tempo work for the next cycle. I want to switch back to just traditional lifts. So, um, you know, we've added Express. So Cameron's bringing his take on, on those hit classes. Right. Um, lift. Now you have Bobby and Nicole's intake on how they want the lift cycle to go. So. There's a lot of different ways, but we are constantly, shit, I look at probably 12 to 15 CrossFit gyms a day. Yeah. Programming-wise, what they're doing, aesthetics, the whole nine yards. Absolutely. So, um, so, Kelly, what you can tell people is that we're always evolving. We have different scales for everybody. Um, yep, Travis, been CrossFitting for nine hundred three six. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, uh I mean, we offer a health version. We offer a performance version. We don't sit there and hold your feet to, hey, this is what you have to do. Exactly. And we challenge you enough to where we believe that you think it's a challenge, but we already know you can do it. Yeah, and, and I'm trying to think, like, that's a great que uh, question from Kelly is, you know, uh, what do you tell people? And without diving into, like, the strength and conditioning specifics and time under tension and things like that, we truly try to make sure that whatever we program is scalable for any and all um, abilities and age groups, etc. Um, because when you start kind of outcasting other people, you really start to lose that community feel. And I think that's one of the strongest things we have here at CrossFit PR Star is our community and that feeling like you can walk into a class and not be judged for modifying your pull-ups. And, oh, you don't have muscle-ups? That's no big deal. We're going to make it work. Um, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, I know there's gyms out there that won't even program themselves. Yeah. How many gyms program freaking handstand walks? Uh, not many that I know of. So, And it's not to sit there and say, oh, look at us. No, there's people that can do handstand walks, and there's people that want to do a handstand walk and work on it. Mm -hmm. And there's different ways that you're going to have to work on that to get there. So, um, I don't. we haven't had any other questions come in. So no, far. I haven't so seen any. Let's move into our general and silly questions, and we'll start off. With the biggest smart ass of our group, Travis. Travis. Uh, did you drop the weight on purpose on Tony's foot? The, the answer is... At the Granite Games. No. Please, I, can, can just get this one. I, you know, if you watch the video, I watched it in slow motion. I've studied this video several times. I ride it down, and at the last, like, six inches, I drop it. It takes a bad bounce. It hits Tony's foot. I quickly swoop in, put my caring hand on his chest to make sure he's okay. Once he confirms he is, I move on. He's the one that won't let it go. I yeah, love. I mean, some people might even say Tony shouldn't have been doing the Grand Games, Bobby. <laughs> um, but you know, that's here. Um, yeah, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I would never try to sabotage Tony's CrossFit Games career. All right, next question. That's actually my question to you because we talk about it sometimes. Different workouts, different attire, different shoes. 
what Ooh. depending on the workout like Man. for instance like i had a run and a heavy barbell complex today and i've been running in those nike epic shoes oh yeah but the barbell got to 225 and i knew i wasn't gonna be able to run, uh lift in those mm-hmm. so i had to run in my nanos okay that was a challenge for me yeah i haven't ran in nanos for quite some time yeah, you know, that's a good point. Like, if you were to talk to me seven years ago, shit, I had Vibrams, the five-finger toe yes. shoes. I had lifters. I had, I had um, uh, shin guards and all kinds of crazy stuff that I would need to change mid-workout. And then I got to a point where, either you know, A, I was spending too much money on unnecessary fluff. And uh, I was also spending a lot of time, like, making excuses. Like, oh, I don't have my, um, my wrist guards. I can't do kettlebell snatches. Now I try to train with minimal equipment. The only thing I really use is a belt and lifters and hand wraps for uh, high rep pull-ups. Those are some sweet-ass lifters. Yeah, Ryan let me borrow his old-school blue Nike uh, Romaleos. I feel there. like the word borrow is no longer included there. <laughs> Steal. <laughs> I stole them. He stole them. Uh, yeah, no. So I, I agree. Um, there are just things that I, I can't, you know, I can't squat in those epics. So no, no. I got to switch to my nanos. And, yeah, other than that. I think the, the big takeaway is buy a shoe that's super versatile. Don't buy a running shoe and expect it to be your everyday CrossFit shoe. Um, Mark actually just uh, talked to me on the way out today. He um, ripped up his foam bottom shoes and he, he is holding a pair of Nike Metcons. He's like, yeah, look what I did to my shoes on those rope climbs. And if you've done rope climbs in foam bottom shoes, oh, those things are you know, they're, yeah, it's not good. Not good. Yeah. All right, Nick, how do you practice your lifts? Open gym, in class, do you need a trainer? Whoa. Um, wow. I'm going to let you start with that one. Well, um, so Nick, I would say three or four years ago, I thought I could snatch, and I realized that I couldn't. And I actually went and hired um, Ben Chismar, who uh, hell of a lifting coach, um, opened CrossFit Sterling. I think they recently maybe shut their doors. Um, but anyways, I hired him and I brought him in and he worked with the comp team at the time about on lifting. So we had Tuesdays and Thursday nights. With him. Um, do I think you need a trainer? Um, that's dependable, right? I'm not trying to make you, I'm not trying to say, Hey, this is what you need. Right. Now, what I am saying is, is that snatching and clean and jerk, that is a complex lift and it just, just an inch off changes everything. Absolutely. Right? So open gym practice would be the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do is maybe watch some videos and see, you know, is it is it pulling from the floor that you're not being patient? Are you hitting below your hips on either lift? Are you not being able to punch out and trying to figure that out? And then trying to figure out in open gym, maybe, hey, I need to work on a snatch balance or right. a tall snatch or from the hips or something along those lines. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too is break it down to the finer components the weight will come. Don't try to throw a bunch of weight on it. That I, I, say, I say this to everybody. That's like putting a Band-Aid on it. Um, if, you, if you tell me, hey, I move better when I have weight on the bar. Ah, well, we got to fix the basic mechanics. We got to really I'm get in there. Good. Yeah, exactly. I, I move better with weight. It's all good. Now, well, you should, be able to, you should be able to master an empty barbell snatch warm-up or clean and jerk warm-up before you start throwing weight on it. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be just a barbell. I mean, Call it yeah. 75 pounds, but if you're not making the right contact with your hips on a snatch, uh, Nick, you know, when 135 is on the bar, and if we're not able to snap underneath it, and we're getting it to here and then kind of pressing it out, 
I don't know what's going to give out first, your your shoulders or your back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think one of the old added is, is that, you know, guys, check your egos at the door. And ladies, it's hard to get over the fact that, oh, wait, right? Yeah. So I would encourage you to have coaches' eyes on you, at least at Open Gym. Hey, can you yeah. watch my, my, my lift for a minute? Or videotape it, yep. then show it to a coach, and then they can maybe help you out. Yeah, the other thing, too, is um, I think a lot of people miss that critical time in the warm-up. There's a reason why a coach is taking you through a very uh, a boring warm-up. And I, I, boring. You know, I get, I get frustrated. And you know who you are when it's like, all right, guys, we're going to do a snatch warm-up. And then two of you, know you, jet, you jet off into the bathroom. Travis, Travis and uh, I'm going to bear it. Ooh, I said it. Shot, yeah, shots live fired. video. Get out on the floor and do that warm-up with everybody and practice those drills, drive underneath the bar, all that stuff. Because if you skip that in the warm-up, it's only going to be magnified when you do throw that weight on the bar, unfortunately. Yeah, agree. All right, next question. Hopefully that answers next. Um, adding, are we going to add a parent-child team wide for athletics? That's from Amanda Martin. Cool idea. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to actually ask Joel that question. Joel is coaching right, right now. I think um, – Oh, yeah. Now I can see myself better. Hold on, man. I got. Did I screw you up? Maybe. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I think Joel would be the one to uh, answer that one. We'll get. I like the idea. Maybe yeah. we can do it once a month. I'll talk to Joel about it. Put a bug in his ear. Um, you know, I think doing workouts with your kids is great. I, I, I do training for my kids twice a week. No, I'm sorry, three times a week. Um, but the, I let them know really quickly, like when they walk in, it's I'm not dad. I'm your coach. Yeah. Um, and if you screw around, I'm just putting your ass out yep and you're uh, off the you're off the and team they, and they don't like that they yeah. don't like that so um but yeah amanda we'll, we'll definitely ask joel we had another question uh chrissy asked we haven't talked about this uh how do we feel about crossfit headquarters changes as athletes and as business um i'll let you answer the athlete section <sighs> for first um from an athlete perspective oh boy um let's see if our view aligns <laughs> on the athlete side you know I, it's, it's really tough because I, I can't argue with the direction that CrossFit wants to go, focusing more on health, getting away from the, um, the big superstar athlete mentality and then more toward the um, you know, grandmas and grandpas who are trying to get off the couch and get healthy. I can't, that part I think is great. Yeah, I can't argue with that. But I think it's, it, they're also shooting themselves in the foot because every year that the CrossFit Games happens – those two weeks after, we usually get like four or five new people who come in who have seen the CrossFit Games on TV and they're like, I want to do that stuff. So I think that you know, having that lack of exposure on social media because CrossFit got rid of their Facebook, their Instagram, having that lack of an outlet or um, an avenue for them to share that CrossFit Games story, I think they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. And I think that ultimately the athlete will suffer as an individual maybe, but It'll also give opportunity for these sanctional events, play, uh, things like Mac, things like Granite Games, things like Wadapalooza to step their media game up and highlight athletes internally within those competitions. Like Ben Smith, uh, sorry, Travis Mayer just won Granite Games for the second time in a row. Um, so he's going to be boosted up within Granite Games. It's not CrossFit anymore. It's Granite Games that's boosting him up. So I, I think it's... There's good and bad to everything. I'm kind of on the fence right now. I'm just waiting to wait yeah. to see. I think as an athlete, I mean, cool. It's it's your decision. I don't I don't really care. Right. right. Um, you know, what I think my annoyance was or is 
is that now now there's a sanctional event every fucking month, right? And yeah, granted, I've said the F word three times, so we might as well just keep using it. Um, but it's really hard to, as a programmer, for somebody that wants to continuously grow, to sit there and I'm, I'm going to use Heather as my example. Like, yo, you can't do a sanctional every month. No, you can't. We need to focus on like two sanctions. Right. So we can get to the level that you want to get to. And that's a hard thing to hear. Like, no, I want to do this one. No, I want to do this one. Exactly. Okay, well, go ahead. You're never going to train and you're never going to get to the level that you want because you keep pushing the training down to go do an event. Yep. Right? Yeah. So as a programmer, that's really hard. As an athlete, I think that's even harder because then you have to make the decision like, all right, which place am I going to go? Cost-wise, is it close to me? Guys, we have to pay for these for us to go to these. Mm-hmm. We, they don't sit there and say, hey, I got your flight, I got your room. You're hooked no, no, up. No, no, no. Yeah, nothing like that. That shit don't work like that. So no. um, as a business, oh, hey, Pat, how was the workout today? Awesome. Awesome? You want to say something to the people? No, thank you. No, He's, thank you. He said um, As a business I don't know. I can't always sit here and say, and I think I've talked to four out of five on evaluations, and I'll say it to Cameron tomorrow. I can't promise that we're always going to be a CrossFit gym. Maybe yeah. we're just PR Star Athletics. Right. I don't know. Um, CrossFit is moving in a different direction, and we'll see if it aligns with mine and everyone else's vision and mentality. Yeah, it is really strange. And, and to kind of add to the athlete side of things, you are starting to see these kind of underdog athletes that nobody's heard of come out of nowhere, and then hey, earn a spot to the CrossFit Games, it gives these younger people an opportunity to shine, which I think is great. Uh, yeah, totally agree. I totally agree with that. Um, Jared, why is the water fountain warm? Um, well, you know, Jared, there's Here we go. studies that water being anywhere between 50 and 70 degrees after a workout will rehydrate your body faster. Um, I asked... I pulled six people today, and none of them thought it was too warm. Yeah. And I don't know if anything else needs to be asked of them. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, you, at least you have water, you know? At least you have water, too. Just take, you know, take advantage of it. Bring some ice. That's it. Simple. He said it. <laughs> I thought it. Um, Heather, what's our favorite thing to do on a rest day? I, I completely know my answer. What's yours? Um, Fast, honestly, nothing. No, don't Absolutely do nothing. Anything. No. I like to sit on my ass and watch TV. That's pretty much it for me too. That yeah. is one billion percent my favorite thing. Follow up question though: Do you usually feel like shit the next day for not moving at all, or do you feel better when you actually move on an active recovery day? No, I don't feel like shit for not moving at all. I mean, I, my body just feels stiff. I feel like. Oh, I, oh you mean like stiffness? Yeah. No, I get yeah. rumbled. Okay, all right. But uh, so you're I, still moving. I, I like to sit and relax, like. Dude, believe it or not, I, I feel like I am so go, 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 go. Right. So, like last night, Rachel's like, let's eat outside. I was like, no, I don't want to eat outside. I'll take you for a walk. We'll, we'll go for a walk. Go for a walk, yeah. I'll take you for a walk. I'll go for a walk. But, no, I don't. I, that, like, that's more work. i got to set the table. i got to clean the table. i got to yeah. bring everything out there. Like, nope, it's okay. Just stay inside, Just yeah. chill out. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat. Um. So, yeah, I, I like to do absolutely nothing. I'm with you there. Absolutely right? no, nothing. Catch up on Netflix. What is your favorite go-to food before a walk from Heather? Uh, banana. Yep. Um, maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a 
fucking Red Bull. Before workout, peanut butter and jelly, man. That's, Red Bull. That'll stick to your ribs. Uh, Red Bull. <laughs> I, uh, I do a coffee. And I'll do two packets of she instant said oatmeal. A wad. Like I, when I'm thinking wad, is I, I like competition wad. I'm oh not yeah, no. like I do coffee. Red Bull. No coffee. Dude. Red Bull. Coffee and two packets of instant oatmeal, um, reduced sugar. <laughs> different. That's, that's, that's my. She one. asked if it's different between the AM and the PM. I can tell you right now, yeah. I don't work out at night. Unless yeah. it's a competition, I don't work out at night. I it, yeah it does it does differ because in the morning I'm more sensitive so I try to keep it super simple in the morning. Um, in the evening I can eat a big meal, one of my mighty meals, like 60 minutes before the workout, and I'll be good to go. I try to keep it low fat. Typically the buffalo shredded chicken that's my jam before a workout. Buffalo shredded chicken at night. Yeah. Nice. Yep. What do you enjoy about coaching the members at PR Star? Oh man. This is all from Heather. I thought it was a great question. I love seeing, like, there's there's little moments where you you explain something and then you see that that switch flip and they're like, I get it, and you see their eyes light up when they flip upside down for their first ever handstand. Karis, I remember that. Um, you see that excitement when they get their first pull up. Um, Ash, I remember you getting that. Like those little moments where people accomplish something that they never thought they would get done ever, right? Then And breaking that barrier mentally and physically is is hugely rewarding for me. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I, I think it's really cool to see people, like you just use Karis as, as your example. I think one of the coolest things for me is um, having conversations with people a couple months here and hearing what – this place has done for them yeah um is it being a, a shoulder to, to lean on or cry on is it is it a place to get away from all the stress and bullshit that's out in the day-to-day um that's my favorite thing is to hear those stories and you know what i'll be honest with you jokes aside um i don't i don't i rarely hear the good stories um yeah. i get more of the bad stories of what we're doing wrong or what the water's, the water's too hot. not yeah. cold enough or anything like that. And then I'll get the random messages from one of, I, I, I consider a good friend, Ashley Brown, who, who tells me how things here have changed her life. And, and I, those are the great things that I like to hear. Yeah. Obviously, everybody wants to hear the good stuff. I'll take the bad stuff because that's the position I'm in, and that's not a problem. Um, but my favorite thing is when, and it's not prompted, they come to me right. and have a conversation. I had a conversation recently with, one of our newer members, and he said that this is the best gym he's ever seen in his life, and that um, he he loves it. So right awesome, on. awesome! That was really cool to hear, and that was just in passing. Um, next question, Melinda: What do we do? What do we do between classes? What goes on behind oh. the scenes? Do we take naps? I'm gonna say, go ahead, start. Hey, I take naps. I take naps. Yeah, I'll so, take a. 20 minute power nap i'll go upstairs put my hands down and uh and just close my eyes it's it's and and that's dependent on the day correct yeah there's some days where you know it's the nature of the job in the fitness industry you are not expected but it's it's almost like it goes with the territory you've got to be here 12 hours a day you know you got an early class you got a pt client at one you got this that and the other thing you're there for 12 hours and you want to work out and you want to work out you're giving so much you got to put something back in the bank go upstairs shut your eyes for 15 20 minutes come back down and be ready to go i think um i think naps are a vital part of what we do here at yeah. pr star I, 
I can tell you, I mean, what we do between classes, I can tell you. So, uh, we'll eat. Yeah. We talk about things that are going on that are relevant. Um, we'll talk about things that aren't relevant. We watch bar stools a lot. Yeah. We play pranks on one another. We do play. <laughs> on Joel, mainly. We love playing pranks on Joel. Um, Cameron and I will play stupid little games where we throw the markers and see if we can get it either in the basket. You or, guys know my games. Um, on that. We play some spike ball once in a while. we got to break that out, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We do a lot of work, to be honest with you. We're yeah. cleaning the floors. We're reorganizing. We're seeing what's coming down the pipe. We're talking about programming. Um, there's a lot of things that go on behind the gym that I don't think you... Hey, I, I was just going to say... I'm not trying to sound me, but I, I don't think you all understand. And that's fine, right? Obviously, right. we're sitting here for almost 45 minutes doing a podcast. Right. Um yeah, there's just a lot. I get a lot of people that say like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky you get to hang out all day in the gym. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish I was just hanging out. Um, they, we do have our fun. We get our training in. But ultimately, there's a lot of work to get done to keep this place going. Um, and and we just grind it out sometimes, and it's amazing. Um, Chrissy does not live here during the week. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, Travis. She, she probably is going to get mad over that yeah. question. So. Um, you can you can answer she'll answer that for you when she sees you. When are we adding a class just for games? Um, uh, we we have that. It's the five p.m. on Friday. Five p.m. on Fridays, and uh, <laughs> until everybody's sportsmanship gets up a little bit, we'll, yes, we'll discuss later. Yeah, exactly. Um, Megan, how to cycle intensity versus volume to manage energy mm. performance? Any changes to sleep stressors needed during those high That's intensity a great volume? periods knock yourself out can you go back to that first part of that question how to cycle Mm -hmm. intensity volume intensity slash volume to manage energy performance i think you should look at it the other way look at your energy Mm -hmm. and your performance then decide what you're going to do for your intensity and your volume so if you feel like shit don't do anything if you feel good, raring to go, then kick that training into overdrive um add in a little bit extra use that energy because um you know the highs and lows of training happen all the time. If you can ride those highs and kind of acknowledge the lows, you're going to be a better athlete on the back end. Um, don't feel like, oh, my training, it's supposed to be super hard today. I got all this stuff laid out, but I, feel, I slept like garbage last night, etc. cetera. Um, don't feel the need to, to crush yourself. There's a huge difference between training and competing, right? Competing beats your body down. I mean, we just did finish that three-day competition in Granite Games. Um, I was wrecked after. I didn't put pressure on myself to come Get into the gym and just go hard, right? Yep. So listen to your energy levels. Um, I'm not telling you to go buy this Aura ring. What are you wearing right now? Fitbit? Fitbit, yep. Um, you can buy a Fitbit. I think that's definitely more. How much was a Fitbit? Um, this one's like 60 bucks. Okay. Um, mine was a gift, so I didn't pay for that. Um, but I have my phone out here, and I'm looking at my app, and it says... They give you a score on readiness, and mine was a 79 today. And it says your overall readiness is good, but if you feel tired, don't push yourself too hard today. Mm-hmm. Um, I now base everything off of how I feel what this says, right? Um, and it's really cool. And I know Cameron's kind of does the same thing, right? Kind of gives you a score of you know um, where you're at, where your sleep was. No, no, I mean, it does give me the sleep. That's so, right, yeah. Okay, so yeah. the sleep, Cameron can decipher... Hey, how am I feeling? Right. How am I? How am I looking? How? Not looking. 
handsome wise. I'm talking like yeah. I look in the mirror and I look like I'm freaking haggard and need to go back. Bags to bed. under the eyes, yeah. Or do I look like I, I I have the energy to go right? Yep. And you should know that. I would say within the first thirty to forty five minutes of when you wake up. I know I do at least. So yeah. Um, I think that's a really good gauge. If you're not able to buy a Fitbit for sixty bucks, then I'm sitting there telling you that you need to take a deep breath look internally and see where your level is today. Correct. I definitely so, agree with that. Um, Are you good on time, Ryan? You said you had to be out of here. Uh, I pushed my meeting back 15 minutes, so I'm good. Sweet. All right. Uh, Megan also asked, Ryan, what happened to those virus man priests? Um, well, <laughs> hold on. Hold on a second. Can, can they see it? Um, they, they can. Oh, right boy. Oh, boy. That's... <laughs> Just, just, you, the, just the community for, page just got a whole lot sexier. No, I like Cameron got me onto these pants. He was wearing them the other day. I got another pair of black. They're amazing. They're I, dope. I love it. It's very European. We are ahead of our time I over here at PSR. Yeah. So, um, Maria, what is the silliest thing you've ever done? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if that's in CrossFit or... <laughs> Um, Let's use it in CrossFit sense. Yeah, I was really dumb and, and young and stupid, and um, I agreed to do two competitions in the same weekend. So one was Friday, Saturday morning. <laughs> the other one was Saturday night, Sunday morning. I, I, I My body could not function. Do you uh, remember where you ended up? Uh, Team-wise, it was a team competition of four. We ended up, I think, fourth. Okay. And then the other one we finished on the podium, which was kind of cool. <laughs> That's but pretty good. I was Fucking wrecked. For yeah. Like two weeks, I had to take the week, like two weeks off. I bet. Um, silliest thing. I don't. I don't know if there's like a particular silliest thing. Um, there is a thing called loose Ryan. Not a lot oh, of people yeah. have seen it. Um, I, I get real loose. I get real goofy. Um, Kathleen, myself, Bobby. I think Cameron and Joel were up front. Just the other day, loose Ryan came out and. Uh, I put on classical music and I was doing animal noises. Yeah. I was doing elephants, dolphins, wolves, bears. I was concerned. To I be was honest. just being silly and giving everybody shit. Yeah. And uh, I was making other people do noises too. Loose Ryan is probably the silliest thing for me. When Loose Ryan comes out, look out. There's nothing it's off weird. limits. There's nothing off limits for Can sure. Can we help you today, sir? Oh, he's, we, got... we got a lot of people coming up to us at the front desk. Rayhan is up here now. Rayhan, <laughs> if you don't know, if he is on the road. Look out. out. Look out for this man. Literally, just, you might as well drive into a building. Because you don't want to be, you have a better chance against the building than him driving. <laughs> Give us the dolphin. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that coming from? Where's that? Oh, Doesn't Ray, that sound like a dolphin? A little bit, but it's a little loud. There's Rayhan there. All right. There it is. There's my dolphin. Um, Next few questions. What do we got, Ryan? We got a few more, right? What advice would you give a newbie in CrossFit? Oh, man. Is it a guy? If it's let's a guy, just, let's you better make check it, that ego real quick. Let's do, uh, let's do three word answers. Okay. Um, check your ego. And mine is listen to coaches. Done. I like, like that one. That's simple enough. Uh, don't try to – yeah, we'll just keep it at three words. That's a tough one to get into for sure. Yeah. Um, if you wanted a quick definition, I would sit there and say baby steps. Baby steps. Bye, Pat. We'll see you, you later, Pat. You golfing today? Already, already did 18 and a workout. What would you shoot today? 
85. 85. 85. My man. All right. Pat's kicking ass. Have a great day, Pat. Um, all right. I got some questions on the old Instagram. The Instagram. How is Project Mass going? What did you learn? What oh. would you do different? <laughs> no, do Project, we have time for this answer? Pro, no, Project Mass is going well. I mean, the, the there's like a really hardcore um, group that stays in here middle of the day. Um, I know some of them coming in the mornings, some coming in late at night. Um, they're hitting their macros. The you know I'm getting reports back. I have you know heard that starting it a little bit differently. David um, David Lamb actually hit me up. He said, "Dude, you should have started it a little bit differently." with a group workout. That way we're all on the same page. We know who's in the program. I thought that was a fantastic idea. So you're ending with one. Yeah, we're going to end with one. That's and then cool. the next time we do it next year, we'll start with Would it be we'll like a tester one. workout? Like, hey, uh, I'm going to test A, B, and C for the start and then test again to see if they actually got stronger? That'll actually be another thing I, I change about the next one. We'll have a testing week. Um, with mass, is like, oh, you want to bump I found it? myself. Oh. Oh, all right. Wait, that sounded weird. Uh, I found myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, other than that, it's going fantastic. Like, uh, I'm really happy to see, you know, people are coming up to me and messaging me and saying like, hey, you know, my wife says I'm filling out my t-shirts more. Hey, you know, my legs are growing. I can, I can feel the muscles. These workouts are getting easier. Um, I'm really excited to see the, uh, the new in-bodies um, after it's all said and done. But so far, I think it's been a, a great success. Yeah, I mean, from just my point of view, it, it looks pretty good. Sweet, sweet. I like it. I like it. Um, Ryan, how is running a CrossFit gym different from 2012 to now? I, I don't have enough time to answer this question, do I? Um, it's drastically different. We run it completely different. Back in 2012, it was a hobby box, and whatever the hell wanted to come work out, we would make deals, and I had to be the tough guy all the time. Mm -hmm. um, to where now it's just a business, and we run it like a business. Um, I believe that 98% of everybody here understand that methodology and mentality. Yeah. Um, and, Rayhan, you have a great day, sir. Um, and we just do things differently. Um, yeah. Like I said, that's that's a really tough question to answer, and, and not that I can't answer it. It's just a long answer. Um, I would say treating it like a business. Yeah, it, it was easy. I don't want to say easy to survive back in 2012, but I, I, I went to a lot of gyms in my you know in 10 years of doing this stuff, and you saw some gyms back in that time that were just doing the absolute bare minimum to succeed, and they were succeeding because the market was so small. Um, now it's saturated, and you've got to do a lot as a as an owner to step up your game, so to speak, to really make yourself a standout gym. You're battling with gyms down the road who have all the same equipment. What about your coaching? What are you doing to develop your coaching staff? What are you doing to develop your brand identity? Yeah, I think that there are plenty of gyms and plenty of them around the corner and close by and down the street and two miles here and five miles there that don't understand exactly what goes into it. And uh, there's there's waves that crossroads come. There was a wave in 2008, there was a wave in 2012, and then a wave in 2017 where you see all these gyms popping up. Um, and... There's a lot more that goes with it instead of just saying, I want to program and coach, or I want to. Mm -hmm. Dude, you have to run the business. You have to be able to know everybody by name. You have to yeah. be able to have a conversation that has nothing to do with CrossFit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to make everybody feel happy and comfortable, and it's not about me or Cameron or Chrissy or Joel or Bobby. It's about it's about all of you, and that I think, 
and I say think loosely, I know that we do that here. So, Absolutely. Um, when are we planning to buy our next, or selling our next home? Buy, sell, with Shane. Okay, Shane. Shane, I, plug, shout I, out I told Shane. you when I'm ready to do the investment property, I, I'll be more than happy to, to talk to you. But then shout Kevin's going to get mad, and yep. Matt Charlesworth is going to get mad. Kyle Milliger is going to get mad. Like, uh, I'm going to have to find a new realtor that no one I'm knows. actually, I got to tell now's a great time to tell you, Ron, I'm actually looking at getting involved in real estate. Jesus. So. <laughs> Hold on. I don't have my gun on me. Let me go outside. Get a bullet. Um, where do all the expo markers go? I don't know. You guys tell me. We have a whole batch upstairs that we try to replenish, but by the time we replenish them, they're all gone. If you need an expo marker, come see me. I have five in my pocket right now. Nice. I actually don't, but I will now. Oh, here's a serious one. How do you find time to get your own workouts in and separate work? Um, you want me to start or you want to start? Go ahead. You got it. I learned a long time ago that if I want to get my workout in, I have to set my time and, and kind of lay it out in my, my daily schedule. Um, and then I put my AirPods in. And my AirPods, yeah. in a very nice way, is I'm busy. Yeah, you can come chat, but I'll get to it when I'm done. This, right. is, this is my time to get my workout in to feel comfortable. Now, granted, if it's like a big emergency or something like that, I don't we can have a conversation and we'll figure it out. But for the most part, once the AirPods go in, it's I'm laser like, focused. Yeah, it's kind of like the the signal, you know, the signal of like, hey, this is, I'm, I need my time. Um, yeah, for me, I just let my work responsibilities pile up until it becomes <laughs> overwhelming, and then I have a crippling anxiety attack, and then uh, I get nothing done. <laughs> no, actually, I I do try to factor it in, and I know Ryan, um, we talked about it earlier this morning. I've, I've been here at 6:30 a.m. for the past three days because I want to make that a priority. Um, I want to continue to get the training in, um, you know, without training for four or five hours a day. Um, so I try to come in in the morning and get it done. That way I can get my work up and How are you? get all my work done. Morning. Um, that's the last one we have there. Uh, two quick ones. Uh, what's next after Minnesota? You got anything lined up? You have a super um, fit coming up, right? Yeah, super fit in August. Uh, Kate and I are going to be doing that. My girlfriend, um, it'll be a partner competition. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> shout out, Kate. Um, I'm actually going to try to qualify for Wadapuza. Sweet. We'll see if that works. I think you'll make it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Intermediate division. <laughs> um, and then I, the only other thing that I was close without even training or paying attention was to make the top 200 in Masters. So I'll try yeah. that. Hell yeah. In, in uh, October. That's a good one. Um. There's another silly one, and then I think that might be it. Um, it was when, are, when is the sexy, the handsome guy on the right getting uh, another tattoo? Um, is that me or you? I don't know. You're right or my right? I don't. Why don't we both answer it? I can uh, tell you right now, I won't get another tattoo unless it's a like a two-hour sitting. There will not be another long piece that yeah. I have to fucking wait on because I'm I'm tired. Okay, um, I'm <laughs> like, gonna. I, I really dig Cameron's stuff. Like, I tried to get Rachel yeah. to do one with me in Hawaii. Um, I do something like that, but it, it's not gonna be a long sitting. He said the handsome one. I don't know. Define handsome. You talking classically handsome? I, I don't or, know. Man. I don't either. I mean, you're the, um, you're the, the rugged hippie handsome. That's yeah. Uh, I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna get one probably in the next uh, few months. Is it gonna be Kate's initials? No, it's gonna. You know, if you do that, you jinx it. It's gonna be either a cardinal. Or um, cardinal for 
Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. Or a, uh, I was also thinking of a pinup girl. Yeah. With my face? No. I mean, we can talk. I have girlish features. Um, sauna in the boys' room. No. No. Guess who that one came from? Shocker. Do you work today? Um, other than that, man, I, that's all the questions. I think we answered them all. I yeah. went through all the ones in... No. Um, I, I think we answered it, so I'll, I'll give everybody about two more minutes, and if they have any more questions, speak now or forever hold your peace. I'm going to run through the comments real quick. Oh, um, two more quick ones. Where was it? Kelly DeCarlo. Any plans of knocking the wall down? All right, I'll be honest with you. Um, there was an opportunity down the road, and I would say maybe six to eight months ago, we were talking about purchasing the building next to us it didn't work out we were going to knock down that wall but we're not so it's not happening how's that for honesty that's good that's a good answer um ryan my love if you had to choose between leo and i to team up in a competition who would you choose why what would our team name be matching outfit um so many questions. So much to unpack there. I'd choose Leo because he would do what I asked him to do, and we would wear jean shorts and wife beater tank tops. Sweet. I'll take you, Travis. I, I think that me and Leo could beat Cameron. I don't. Well, you're right about that. You're absolutely right. I'd be doing all the work. No, you'd have to split it even. So now <laughs> you're definitely now screwed. I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, and does Bobby does extra chalk help with handstand walks? I can answer that in all honesty. I, I do think chalk on my hands help a little bit. Don't encourage. Is it Travis? A little bit, but not as much as Travis does. It, uh, I don't even want to tell this story. It was at the old spot. I was in a bad mood. Oh, I remember you, this story. I was so mad, and Travis was chalking his hands obnoxiously and walking up and down the gym floor that I had just cleaned or I was about to clean, and, and I was like, Travis, why are you so obnoxious? I was pissed. I was brand new here, too. It was after you cleaned the floors, right? Yeah, it was. Yep. So, good times. Um, not unless you got anything else, bud. That's it. Got I know you got to get going. I got a, a noon class that starts in about fifteen minutes. And I got a appointment. I uh, know. I got a. Um, what the hell do I have today? Oh, I have a uh, gym consulting call at twelve fifteen. I said a PR. I said a PR that day, jerk. Sorry, Travis. No one cares. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. All right, well, that's it. Bobby, you got anything for the people? Just uh, gave you a thumbs up. A thumbs up. The ghost of Christmas past. What? Playing spike ball? Spike ball. Yeah, spike ball, baby. Let's do it. Me and Cam versus you two. All right, everybody. All right, peace. This was fun. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.